choose you. Be cool, baby. Okay. Hey, bitch, come here. Got your motherfucking man. Come here. Mr. Pretty Tony, I mean, you know the rules of the game. I mean, your bitch just chose me. Now, we can settle this like you got some class, so we can get into some gangster shit. Fuck being on some chill shit. We go zero to 100, nigga, real quick. Yo, 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 what up? It's Cal's at KMGZ on Twitter. And actually, because I got fucking somebody snitched on me, I got two Twitter accounts. So I'm also at Free Kells one because I'm temporarily on timeout on KMGZ. So I had to switch over to this other account. But don't worry, whoever did that, I think I know who did it. It can only be one of ten people. You know, you be having them randos coming in your mentions loud and wrong, and I'll be giving a fuck, and I let them know. But that's okay. You just, you just. You trying to out petty a cancer? You ain't got the range, sis. I promise you. You ain't a, a petty cancer. Listen, rule by the moon, water sign. You don't know what you done for. Boy, I'm about to go full Caucasian. Don't worry, I got you. I got you. But anyway, I'm gonna be off in a couple hours. But then I just wanted to let y'all know that. But anyway, thanks for asking. I'm back. Um, I. Wasn't here last week. I didn't announce it the week before, but I assume everybody probably knew I wasn't going to release something on Thanksgiving. If you didn't, I apologize for not saying. But you know, I'm I'm not going to do it on Christmas or New Year's either. So here goes your four announcement. All right, so let's get started. Yours and Negritude is going out to Rihanna. That Rihanna Ray just won't let up. Listen, man, I tell people all the time. She won it. She won the um, London Fashion Awards, competitive award. Janet Jackson presented it to her. Um, it was a big deal for her Fenty um, line. And um, you know, I always tell people, yo. <laughs> Listen to Rihanna hard on Rated R, as y'all, as you may or may not know. People who know me know it's my favorite Rihanna R album. I think it's the one where she really like took control of her career and um. Listen to hard. Listen to how accurate that fucking song is to this day. All right, so shout out to her. Um, yeah, she's beautiful. Her and Janet. Um. There's some videos of like she had never met Janet Jackson before, which I didn't know, and it's like them talking. It's real. It's real. It's yo. Um, which leads me to my another point. So now you know everybody. It's the end of the decade, about to start another one. Everybody talking about you know who's the artist of the decade. Now I heard a lot of names thrown out there, but I think everybody knows with any sense that it's it's Rihanna. It's it's Rihanna is the artist of the decade. It's no other way. It's nobody else that has done what she's done this decade and in all the genres, the music, the fashion, the makeup, the like. Nobody. People have had moments, yeah, Beyonce dropped her album, just broke the internet, all that. People have had moments, but nobody has had the sustained um, success and just hit after hit after hit. The Rihanna anti just um, broke the record for um, Black Woman something on the charts, on the Billboard charts and a couple other charts. The album came out, the album was leaked, remember that? Everybody's like, oh, it's trash, only paid for it, it's, it just broke the record. Like... It's it's no it's nobody. I'm sorry. From 2010 to now, it's nobody that you can put up that you can say has done more than Rihanna. It's it's just not. Sis got a whole fashion line. Put Victoria um, Secret out of business. Got her her makeup line in Sephora. Um, got her own fashion house. Um, broke the it um the uh, fashion model world with her with her show on Amazon on Amazon Prime with all different you know weights of, of women and sizes and everything for her lingerie now she got the fashion award she won the um the what is it most stylish award a few years like it's it's Rihanna anybody arguing this anybody else I'm sorry yeah and your favorites this one that when they had a moment they had this they had that yeah not taking it away from them but nobody has had to sustain just just hitting them over the head that Rihanna's had for the decade and there ain't no sign that it's letting up the Rihanna rain just won't stop. So, shout out to her. That was a long year as a nigger, too, but I had to go. All right, now let's get to the meat of the issue. So, everybody knows Kamala Harris has dropped out of the um, presidential race. Everybody has a take. Everybody got something to say. I think they're all dumb. I think I think none of the I think the whole analysis on her is wrong. I think it's a bunch of bullshit. Everybody talking about her. She wasn't in the polls. Listen, Vladimir Putin 
He picked the right ones because y'all are on the same stupid ass hamster wheel that y'all been on that got, got um, Donald Trump elected in the first place. These polls that they are citing are bullshit. You got to look at these polls. When you look at who they're polling, first of all, they're in Iowa, which is the whitest state in America, okay? When you look at these polls, the polls would be like 500 people. The margin of error be like six and seven points, which is ridiculous for a poll, which I don't even know about enough about stats, but I know when it's that much margin of error, statisticians be like, that poll is useless. Because if you're telling me, you you giving me, a, <laughs> you talk to 534 people, but the, and you're giving me this percentage, but it could be 10 points off. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, what the fuck is that? You talk to 10 people, could be 10 people, 10, 10 points off. That means you ain't talk to nobody, right? So, people keep saying her plans and this and she did First of all, like I have told you, this is not an election about plans. If you think it's an election about plans, you have not been paying the fucking attention. 2016 wasn't about plans and neither is this one because if it was, Hillary Clinton would be president now. Donald Trump had no plans. Nobody, he didn't present anything. Nobody is voting on plans, okay? Nobody. And that's the first point. The second point is, how are you going to say she don't have no plans? Her criminal justice plan... The same one adopted by all the other candidates. Her um plan to uh, fund HBCU, the same one adopted. All of all her plans have been adopted by the other candidates. So I don't listen. We all know what it was with Kamala Trump and the Republicans of Putin saw Kamala as a as a threat, and they went after her early and hard. Now her campaign, personally, the, the mistake I think her campaign made is they didn't they. And, and she's not the only one that's doing it. This whole, the Democrats and this whole obsession with the mid, the, the moderate voters and the middle of the road and the swing voters, they don't exist. If you're voting for Trump, you're not a swing voter. You're an idiot who voted for Trump. There's no, you're not a swing voter. There's no, these Democrats with these swing voters ain't been a swing voter since Reagan. There are no swing voters. And they keep saying that, oh, well, about, about like Kamala Harris just said on the last debate, Obama won with a coalition of everybody. White people keep wanting to tell you that it was these key white people in these counties. That's nonsense. It was us. It was all the black and brown. I was out there. I stood in the line for Obama, okay? And I was actually a Hillary fan, but once she was out, I voted for Obama. I stood in the line, and I saw the line around the building. I vote right here in my building, around the building and up the block, and every building in Harlem, it was the same thing. Around the building and up the block, and on the news, the same thing. Around every city, it was us. It was not white people that put Obama in office. The reason why, so I, I let me just say what I'm gonna say. And then I'm gonna say I, I see a long game being played here. I could be wrong, but I, I have a few things to say. But but um, the second thing I want to say is, listen, we in we in bad shape because what I just said. It, there's no a white candidate, two white candidates. They're not gonna beat Trump. They're not going to beat Trump. These white people are lying. You cannot trust them. They, oh, they're going to switch. Listen, if you had a problem with the things that Trump is doing right now, you wouldn't have voted for him in the first place because none of this was secret. None of this came out of nowhere. This is what they voted for. They have no reason to move off of what he's doing. None whatsoever. They feign all this. They're they not out in the st- marching in the streets now and his kids in cages. So please, spare me with that, okay? It, it, Warren is not going to win a nomination. Putin, Sam, none of those. If you think those people, you, I don't, listen, we, we don't need to talk. Because, and even if Warren does win a nomination, which she will not, because neither her nor Pete have any black votes. And Pete is just ridiculous. Pete going to get to South Carolina and, hit, and be a flop anyway. Um, but if you think that these people not, who didn't vote for Hillary Clinton, who is the, the most qualified, all of them people that didn't vote for her, they're going to vote for Elizabeth Warren. It don't make no sense. Okay. That's 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 number one. Um, I'm sorry that Kamala's dropped out because Kamala's gonna be fine because it's I, I, we're not gonna win if we have if we Joe Biden. I, and, uh, that's the third thing I want to say. This is how you know it's not about policy. Everybody said, "Oh, just have policies." Name me a policy that Joe Biden has put forward. Joe Biden going around on no malarkey tour, babbling and not making no fucking sense. He don't have no goddamn policies at all. And he's still leading the polls with the white people. So it, what do you, it's not about plans. It's not a plans election. It's not. It does not matter what any of you, none of these people who talk about plans can tell you a fucking thing that any of these people have been talking about. They can tell you Kamala locked people up and she's a cop. No, I'm not even dressing you clowns because you clowns are the biggest clowns. And, and, and you're just, you're not even that much representative. You're just overrepresented on Twitter and I'm actually 
tired of addressing y'all, but whatever. We see y'all for what y'all are. We also see all these trust back women and, and black girl magic motherfuckers on, uh, signing up with Elizabeth Warren. Y'all fucking dumb as fuck. Because now that Kamala Harris is out the race, they don't have to complete for the, the black voter thing. It don't matter. Oh, well, she's out, so we don't have to worry. We can just do, you ain't gonna get no issues toward us. None. The only reason the motherfuckers is dressing you at all, cause Kamala Harris is in the race, and oh, we gotta get the votes from Kamala. She's out now, so all that shit y'all be talking about all the time, that y- y- y'all signed up for Liz Warren and all of that, and y'all hunt, y'all, good luck. Cause y'all not getting no black issues. I hope you know, because, it's a, it's a self-fulfilling prophecy. Oh, Kamala Harris didn't have black votes. Therefore, you know, Biden has them all. We could drop out. It's nonsense. Those polls are nonsense. When you look at the polls of black voters, of black voters, Kamala leads even Biden. But y'all don't know that because all y'all do is sit on fucking Twitter. This is what I think happened. Because the timing was very strange to me, but I wasn't surprised. I wasn't surprised because uh, right after... The last debate where everybody's by all means said Kamala. This is why the timing Kamala. Listen, I, if she says that she didn't have enough money, fine. I don't think she would lie about that. I'm sure she got all her bean counters in, but she had more money than Klobuchar. She has more money than Castro, and she has more money than Booker, and they're still in the race. So I don't think it was a thing where she was, you know. And and um, I gave my money to her um all month and. The email went out that they exceeded their goal for this month by 12%. So, I think what she says didn't have enough money. I think what she's, I don't, I don't really know, but I think what she meant is like to get all the way through. Because I'm sure she could have, and that's what I was looking for. If she could have just got to South Carolina, this shit would have flipped. Because if you think Pete and Liz was winning and Sanders was winning South Carolina, I got news for you. This shit would have flipped. That's why... I think that there's a long game going because it doesn't make sense to drop out now. Even if you thought you were running out of money, she had qualified for the next debate, and she definitely had enough money for Nevada, where she was up at, where she was above, uh, what's the name, uh, Warren and Buttigieg in the in the polls, and South Carolina also, and and so. I, I you know I, I thought I thought you know she would at least get to there. I, what I think I could be wrong, but what I think is going on, and some people say. She made a deal. Maybe she did, but this is what I suspect. When she was asked a couple weeks ago after, um, or whenever the last debate was, when she was asked, she did a good job, and everybody's asking her. And they asked her if, you know, when the president gets impeached and it goes to the Senate, will she be there? And she said, yes, I will be there. I will sacrifice my political goals to be there. She said that. And when she said that, I was like, hmm. Because I had been saying, like, I want her, I wanted her to run, but I was like, honestly, I really want to see her on this impeachment thing because as anybody's been paying attention knows Kamala Harris was on this shit before anybody was Kamala Harris was asking um attorney Barr and and Michael Cohen and all the people before we even got to this point specific questions and people were like what is she asking that for that's so strange even with um what's the, the lady for Kavanaugh the white lady the questions she asked her were very specific. So, and Kamala sits on the intelligence committee. And what I've been reading is, although she doesn't lead to officially lead the intelligence committee, committee, she is the lead because they said that she, because she's a former prosecutor, because of her experience, that they all defer to her. Even asking her, you know, how how should I question? What should I do? How? And and you can tell because on the house. Them motherfuckers be asking the stupidest ass questions. Only one that ask questions that really get to it are the ones that are lawyers. The ones that have the law background, they ask the question and AOC ask, ask specific questions. But the rest of them be asking stupid shit. And so when she said that, I was like, hmm, that's, 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 that's interesting to say when you're still running for president to say yes I will sacrifice because you ain't going to be able to do both you're not going to be able to campaign and do this so the money thing again if they say they have enough money I believe them but it's weird because they just bought a campaign bus they just bought a did a really good ad and, and all of a sudden she resigned so what I suspect Joe Button, uh, Joe, Button Joe Biden is not going to be able to win this thing with by himself He's just not. He has the old blacks because they scared to death, but the youth and the younger people and the rest of the black vote, they not, listen, we need to all come out and vote, but it's, 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 I don't think he's going, again, I don't see these white people trading off Trump, one white guy for another guy, white guy, why, stay with the guy we got, uh, yeah, it's a little bad, but you know what, yeah, we're not really hurt, they're hurt, you know, and 
what I think is, and what I've always thought, I thought that I, I said, I think what Kamala was looking at was like, look, the, the person we have to beat is Joe Biden. Anybody, listen, anybody with any sense, Elizabeth Warren is not going to win. Bernie Sanders is not going to win. Pete Buttigieg is not going to win because you can't win a nomination without black votes, and they didn't have them, okay? And I don't care how many of y'all little fucking 34 people on Twitter voting for it. She doesn't have, she didn't have it. She has more than Pete. I think she has maybe 4 or 5%, but that's not enough, okay? Um, and... What I think is, and Joe Biden is not a, not an idiot, and I said, Joe, it's probably going to be Joe Biden, and he's going to take Kamala Harris as his VP, because that you're gonna it's gonna you're gonna have to do that. If you can't have a white dude, and you can't, it's just not it's not going to work. And he likes Kamala. You can tell he likes Kamala. Whenever Kamala, when Joe was on at the base stage, he don't be paying attention to nobody else when they talking. He be looking straight ahead or whatever. Whenever Kamala Harris is talking, Joe turns and he be looking straight. The other night when she was saying something, I can't remember what she was talking about. Um, Joe was leaned back and looking past everybody, looking directly at her. And I know that they know each other because Kamala uh, campaigned for Obama. When she dropped out, he was like, she's whip smart. I, I suspect. And I think it's a good idea because, again, this is a... Kamala should be able to win, right? If everybody would just fall. But you ha- you can't ignore the fact that these people are afraid to death and they scary and they think we gotta see what the white people gonna do. I'm telling you right now, if y'all keep sitting around being scared, waiting to see what the white people gonna do, Obama gonna be the first and last black president ever and we never gonna have anything because we already know what they gonna do and we can't worry about what they gonna do. We have to get up off our asses and do what we gonna do and, and not worry about them. That's what we gotta do. But, this this election cycle with everything that's going on it just might not be the. It just, it's not a good time. But if you drop out and you sit on that impeachment committee and you and you show your you, and you be a star like we know she will on that impeachment committee, and this thing goes on and on, and everybody sees you on that impeachment committee, fucking getting putting the flames to their asses like we know like you we know you will because we've seen you do it with Sessions, we saw you do it with Barr, we saw you do it with uh. Everybody, we know we know that that just you can do that. If she does that while Biden is out here campaigning, because I think Biden's going to win it, he's going to pull away. He just is, and she's making and she's on TV making a star herself without having to be on a debate stage with twelve other clowns and Tulsi and all and Bloomberg and all these motherfuckers that are wasting everybody's time. And it comes through, regardless of what the Senate does, regardless, because the House is already actually laying this shit out really well. Y'all had a, if you watched today, it was a con law professor on there that was, the reason, if y'all, all all of us who go to law school, we pay a lot of money to get the con law class and get the constitutional education class. If y'all watched that today, that professor laid that shit out perfectly. That's the type of shit that we have to learn and study in the law. She laid it out perfectly. I hated con law. I hate the class. I hated it. But that's what we pay for. And if she does that, and let's say again, I know it's a long shot that the Senate's not going to impeach him, but that's not the point. The point is, they're going to lay out the crimes which they have already done. And it's going to be so obvious that what this motherfucker has done. And so if you vote not to, if you vote not to hold him responsible, that's going to be an albatross around your neck, okay? That's going to speak for itself. Okay, and if she does that, and Biden wins this nomination, Biden's going to name her vice president. And then Kamala Harris is going to come in as vice president with Joe Biden because those two, I have said from the beginning, those two could win it. Biden, because you got Joe Biden, so you got the white people they, they taken care of, and the old black people they taken care of, and then you got this black woman who can come out and energize everybody else because she has the black votes. You think she don't, but she does. Okay, only thing I, I wish... Kamala would have done, and people saying, "Oh, she listen." Over the summer, nobody really, it, it, nobody really does anything over the summer because, again, the person that is leading the summer before the year and a half for the election never wins. She had the money. She had Gavin Newsom just come on. So I don't think, I don't think it was that. I think perhaps a deal was made or a deal was implied. Look, kid, because he calls her kid. I'm going to name you my vice president. I'm going to name you my vice president. You know, we can take this down to the line, but, you know, just, I'll name you my vice president. We'll win, and you'll come in as my vice president, and you'll already be in administration, and so in four years, or eight years, and I ain't trying to wish death on Joe, but Joe old as fuck. 
let's say he make it for he, he old. Let's say he make it four years. Now you're vice president Kamala Harris. Now you can run again because you're young. Now you can run again for president with vice president, senator, vice president, and star of the impeachment hearings that got Donald Trump the fuck out of here. That's what I think is going on. That's why I think she might have dropped. Because even if you were going to drop, you would at least wait till you get to South Carolina. And she's not a quitter. You would at least wait till you get to South Carolina, right? Now, again, I'm, I'm not I'm not saying that it wasn't money, but I, I, I just, she got more money than Castro in them. And they, I mean, I'm not saying they're going to make it up. Eventually, I'm sure they'll drop out too. But she has more than them. What she said was she can't in good faith have people continue to work when she knows she had already laid off her staff, she had already shook up staff I think that some some mistakes were made earlier, I don't think she leaned into, Kamala should have leaned into being a black woman being an AKA, being an HBCU because we're out there, these polls they not, they not, we just been waiting sis, everybody like oh she was only 2% she was 2% in Iowa, that's a state full of white people, okay that's a state full of white people. We ain't we ain't in Iowa, so we waiting. We we not in the polls because we not in Iowa. We've been waiting, waiting for her to come, okay. Um, and you know a lot sometimes on these campaigns, and I don't know if this was the case because her sister ran a campaign. Her sister worked with Hillary. I don't know, but you know a lot of these consultants and a lot of these white people. Sometimes you got to tell them, yo. I appreciate it, I hear what you're saying, but that's, that's not, I know my people, I know how black people are, and I'm going to tell you, this is what we need to do, my friend Naima, shout out to Naima, Naima was talking about on um, Pop Life Podcast, it's her podcast, she was talking about when she was working, she's, she was working in the um, industry, she out on her own now, but she was saying when she was working in the industry, she would try, try to pitch, um, I forgot, she said she had Sony, I can't remember what she said she was, but she was telling them that they need to be at the Essence Fest, and they was like, that's a fest. What they never heard of it. Anybody go there? And she was like, yes. Everybody goes here. This is where the black people are. This is where you need to be. This is and 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 they just didn't want to hear it. or didn't know. Or like, well, what do you what do you mean? It's just a major thing. And she's like, yes, Essence Fest is a major thing. And 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 sometimes that's what you have. You gotta be with white people, particularly when you're black and you're doing black things and you know what you do because they they don't you know they don't know. And that whole, oh, you got to play the middle. No, she should have. She is a black woman who who was bused to school, who grew up in Oakland, California, when Oakland was black. Not this gentrified tech shit. Back when, when, back when Oakland was black, and she should have leaned into that. She is a black Greek letter organ. Y'all remember that show that they got took off the air? You know why? Because black Greek letter organizations are serious business, Jack. They are senators. They are CEOs. They are in all kind of, you know, doctors, lawyers, all kind of prestigious positions The Divine Nine have members in, okay? All the way up into the halls of Congress. And them motherfuckers call, they ain't nobody, okay? They call and get your shit shut off. That's a lot of power. She didn't lean into it. And she was just starting to get her stride. But, Again, anybody um, who who wants to who wants to be Trump, you're gonna have to. Have, these I'm not watching no more debates because I'm not watching a bunch of old white a bunch of white people up there wagging their fingers at each other. Who is gonna who's who is that for? That's I'm not watching that shit. So that's what I think. Um, and again, Kamala Harris is gonna be fine. She can run again. You know, she's young, and again, I think she's going to light these impeachment hearings up, and I think this is a long game, and I don't know if she made a deal with Joe Biden, or Joe Biden, I don't know if she made a deal with Joe Biden, but um, I just thought the timing was curious, because she was really set to really, um, you know, make a jump. Everybody had made their jump, Warren made her jump, Pete made his jump, it was Kamala's time to make a jump. Corey... I don't see it for Corey. Julian Castro, I like him a lot, but I think he needs a little bit more polish because his flat. We get it because we black and brown. We get it, but you know, you know how you gotta be around these white people. You can't be too matter of fact because oh, he's nasty and blah blah blah. I, I just think he's a little, he can come off a little bit condescending, which I don't care about because fuck him. But you know, I think he just needs a little bit more pop. I think that's what hurt because he speaks truth and he gave an excellent um. Thing for uh, a statement about Kamala Harris and all the media was, and, and that's the thing. Like people talk, it's bullshit. The media has 
had sacrificed Kamala Harris for Elizabeth Warren because they think she's going to win and she's not because when Kamala Harris was leading back when off the first debate when she was leading and Warren and boot gag was at zero and two percent that's all they talked about you didn't even see Kamala Harris on MSNBC you didn't even see her until people start getting that joy read on Twitter like yo what the fuck are y'all doing then all of a sudden they start showing her okay these white people, oh, she doesn't have the same shit they said about Hillary. Like, if you still are, oh, she campaigned her. You, listen, y'all say the same shit about Hillary, even though we have an impeachment hearings right now about the interference and all the shit that they did to, to fucking interfere with the election. Y'all still talking about grass. That's why I'm like, y'all, whatever, niggas. I'm not arguing with y'all. But, um, that's what I suspect. We'll see if I'm right. But I'm, I, I, I suspect. That Kamala Harris is going to pop up as Joe Biden's VP because it makes sense. Because it makes sense, and it's going to have to be because it's two these two white folks are not going to win it. Anybody who thinks they are winning the Democratic nomination without the black people, if y'all counting on these white people and these swing voters, it is not going to happen. You can't trust white women. They're not going to vote for Warren. They didn't vote for Hillary. They're going to vote for Warren. All these motherfuckers that want to take a trance on on Trump, they're going to jump all the way over to Warren. It's not going to happen. Kamala's voters are going to go to Biden um, and these white people who decide that, you know alright, well, we, we, Biden, I can vote for him because he was under Obama, he's already been in there, I'll vote for him it's going to go to Biden, it's, it's going to be Biden, so we'll see if I'm right but I suspect I suspect that's what's going on here because it just, the time, I'm not saying that she wouldn't have eventually seated but the timing is so strange because I think everybody felt like she was gaining that momentum that we have been waiting for and we have been waiting for and the, and the polls coming out of South Carolina were looking good for her that she was ahead of Biden I mean sorry she was ahead of um Warren all of them it was Biden and her and I actually I think her and Biden were really close all the rest of the niggas was down low Sanders close up his side, and that's the other thing, that hit piece they did in the New York Times, Sanders done closed up all his office, he done had a heart attack and sued for uh, sexual harassment and ain't nobody been shooting his his campaign up the way Kamala, Kamala was a threat and that's why they came after her non-stop the way they did okay, and if you think it's anything else you're a clown, alright got that out the way um, the other thing I wanted to talk about, save that for last um, so I said this before in different topics. I'm going to say it again. So, Billy D. Um, Williams came. I didn't. And, uh, caveat I did not read the article. I just read the headline because I wasn't interested in the article because about what I'm about to tell y'all. But he read. He, he, he um, gave an interview or something about how he uses different pronouns. He'll say herself, himself, whatever. And everybody jumped out the window. Oh, he's gender fluid, blah, 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 this, that, and the other. I didn't read the headline again because I didn't. I was just not interested um, at all. Billy T. Williams is 82 years old. I tweeted something like, hey, you know. This is cool, something like that. The reason why I'm not interested is because I've said this before. I know that the, you know every the gays like to do these pronouns, and I get it. If if that's what makes you feel comfortable, do it. I personally don't like it. I think it is. Um, I, I'm I'm trying not to be dismissive or 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 offensive, but I think that it is. It does the opposite of what is intended. Because you, um, I'll say second, I'm calling y'all second batch millennials because there's, millennials is the biggest generation, but they, there's a, there's a strong divide. There's, there's millennials that are closer to Gen X that are, wait, that are, that are more like us. And then there are millennials that are closer to these born in the 90 people that are more like them. And this thing with the pronouns, the reason I don't like it is because... You you guys, as, as open as you think you are, and as, I don't know, non-conforming or whatever as you think you guys are, you're really not. You're really very narrow-minded and very, you try to shrink things down to small, bite-sized pieces. And that's what you're doing with a pronoun. Because if, if you see me in person, you see the energy I give, right? So, seeing the energy I give, if I come up to you and I say, hey, I'm Kels, Kelly, I don't say Kels, I say Kelly, whatever, I'm blah, 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 you know, call me her, call me she, her, herself, whatever. I can tell you that, but 
that's not the energy I'm giving you. And so what? So now what? What are we doing here, right? So if you're, let's say, a trans man or a trans woman, and you and you come to me with that, and you come to me as a trans, I'm going to call you he because that's what you're giving me. I'm going to call you she because that's what you're giving me. If you try to tell me so, so you're what you're trying to do is you're trying to tailor how I perceive you, and you can't do that. Because I'll call you, I'll call you him all day, girl. But you out here looking like Magic Johnson's son. You're not giving me him. I'm not relating to you as him. You're not giving me him energy. Okay. I'm gonna call you him if that's what you want. But like, what what are we doing here? This is this is not you not. And that's why I don't like it because you are you you're approaching some. Let me experience you the way I experience you, and and you give me what you give me, and I will treat you accordingly. Right? It's like if a nigga ain't no got no money come up to you and tell you he a baller and acting rich and shit, and you look at him like nigga, you broke. You ain't got no money though. So what you talking? You ain't it, it, it ain't gonna work. You know what I'm saying? Like you trying to present me, you trying to present yourself as one thing, but that's not the energy you giving. And that's why I don't like these pronouns because it's like and I get it, it's like a protective thing, but like yo listen. You, you 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 can't you can't control you can't control the world like that. You can't control other people. Let people experience. If they're gonna disrespect you, they're gonna disrespect you regardless. They're not gonna call you your pronouns. They're not gonna call you what you tell them anyway. So what is this for? And so I don't like it. And that's and that's why that's that's really why I don't like it. And so that's why when I saw the Billy D article, I wasn't gonna read it because I'm talking. That's the gay people and straights. Y'all just, y'all don't have the range. Y'all, y'all throw these words around because somebody says I call myself herself. Oh, they're gender fluid. No, those are not even the same things. And, and I didn't read the article, but, but my assumption from the article and now there's been follow up and it turns out I was right. I didn't think he was saying, I'm sorry. I didn't think that 82 year old black man, Billy T. Williams, who your, ask your mom, ask your grandmama and your, and your great aunts. Drop their draws for to this day. Billy D was everything, nigga. When I remember when I was a little girl and we went to see uh, Lady Sings the Blues in the theater, my mom was cool. She's taking me to see rated R movies. She was cool like that, right? And I remember when he said, "You want my arm to fall off?" And they kept man them women in that theater. We went to see it at 69th Street in Philadelphia. 69th Street, Yaden, no. Yeah, it was was it Yate? No, 69th Street, the 69th Street Theater, because that's where we always went because we lived like oh, by over there by West Philly. And, we, and, that's, and that theater was full of niggas. <laughs> I remember, I was little. I was me and like all my guys, sisters, whatever. We was all there. And I still remember they was falling out screaming. Um, so, and I just, I was like, I don't think no, I ain't reading this article, but I don't think no Billy D. Williams saying he no gender fluid. I think he probably trying to say he an 82 year old black man. I think he's just finally trying to say, hey, you know, all of this mas- macho masculine stuff that, you know, we supposed to do. I kind of do. I like to cook. You know, I like to, you know, old nigga shit. Like, oh, this is, you know, they think if you, you know, if they ain't fucking, you know, I don't know, farting at the table, then that's, you know, they tapping into their feminine side. Or if they put, you know, they put on a silk robe, they tapping into their, so I kind of figured that's what he was saying. But, you know, the straights get it, and oh, he's gender fluid. No, that's not, that's not it. Y'all don't be knowing what words said. Y'all mean, y'all don't have the context, y'all don't have the range, because you're not, you're basic. You're not complicated like we are. Well, you are, but you're not aware of it. You're not tuned into it. You know, you're locked in these rigid things that society has set for you, and that's it. And you, and anything that's outside of that, you can't fucking manage. And it's like, it's not gender fluid. Gender fluid means like, you, you, some days you feel more masculine. So I'm not gender fluid. I'm not gender fluid. I don't feel feminist some days, masculine other days. I really don't. Like, I don't really, people who know me or like who have, who, who, I give, I give a lot of masculine energy, right? Just, I've always been like that. When I was little, they always called me tomboy. Again, I've always been really good at sports. I've always, I, when I was a little girl, I ran fast on all the boys, beat up all the boys, like, for a long time. I mean, I was, I mean, not for nothing. I was a three-letter, um, three-letter varsity freshman in three sports my freshman year of high school. Like, as a ninth grader, I was a varsity starting um, basketball, softball, and volleyball. Those are my three sports. I should have played tennis instead of softball, but whatever. But I was a varsity letterman. 
freshman year for four years straight. Okay, so I, I, that's always been me, right? Um, but like, I, but I, but I don't. I'm not. You know, I don't sag my pants. I don't do any of that shit. But like, I give masking. That's why, like. <sighs> For instance, it's like like I said, Zendaya. Zendaya gives me daddy energy. Trace be like, what do you mean? She wears dresses and heels. I'm like, it's not. It's yeah. She wears dresses and heels and all of that, but it's not about that. Like y'all get so caught up on the the outside shit. Oh, she's in a dress. She must Tessa Thompson. Same thing. Oh, she's wearing a dress. She must be a film. Like it don't work like that. It's not. It doesn't work like that. The purchase because they were in a dress, it doesn't mean they're the quote fingers girl. Just because I wear the pants, it doesn't mean I'm a quote fingers boy. We don't work like that. And 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 it's so saying it's like the understanding is 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 so not there that I really can't stand. I just really don't like y'all to discuss these things at all because you don't have the context. When I say Zendaya gives me daddy energy because her energy is very to me, it's very it's very masculine. It's very. It's just very affirmative and very like it's a masculine energy. It doesn't really have anything to do with her wearing makeup and all of that. Rihanna, same thing. It is a very bold, and I'm not saying Rihanna is vice or any of that. She spoke on that for herself. I'm not saying that, but I'm saying people give deep that people don't fit into these boxes that you think that you guys think they do. Oh, boys wear pants, girls wear skirts. It doesn't work like that. Okay, there are. Queen Latifah is another one. Y'all seen how she played Cleo, right? Because that's that's her energy. But yeah, I, for some reason she has the silk press. I don't know. Maybe she just likes to dress like that. I don't really know. But her energy gives what it gives. Okay, Robin Crawford totally different. Like you, as soon as you saw her, you were like, oh, I know. It's like it's it's it doesn't work the way y'all always think it does. When y'all see two femmes together, you don't know which one is more aggressive. They might both be dominant. You don't know when you just because you see somebody that dresses quote fingers like a boy. That's why. Well, if you want to be with a boy, it's because she's not a boy though. She's a woman. She's a girl, and and she and she looks like she looks like that's the turn on. That is what they like. They like what she's giving. They don't want to be with a man because men don't give that. Men give men. It's different. So, that's why I just, I wish y'all would leave that alone. I wish y'all, y'all throw these words around. Oh, gender flow. Oh, she's bisexual. Somebody kisses a Tank, perfect example. Tank gave the interview. And he was like, yo, I don't think you're gay if you suck a dick once or twice. Oh my God, this is because, no, he's correct. Because it's, it's an orientation. It's not a behavior. Yes, maybe you're curious. Maybe a guy is curious. You know, I don't know. I, I don't really know. Am I gay? And you do it one time. Uh, I didn't really like to do it. And then you decide you don't like it because you're not gay. That's that. And he was correct about that. Like, no, but y'all are so, oh my God, if you suck a dick, you gay. It's like, uh, okay, all right, fine, fine. You know, and that's why we really don't like to talk, talk to y'all about these things. And so, you know, that's that's why I don't like the pronouns, and that's why I don't like, you know, I know everybody's trying to be all open now, you know, niggas put a, a little flower in their hair, oh, I'm, you know, feminine now, I'm showing my feminist side, this dude, Harry, um, from the singing group, what's his name? The guy looked like Mick Jagger, he's on all the magazines now, and ballerina tutus, like, oh, this is, this is the new masculinity, that's a bunch of bullshit, you just out here in a goddamn tutu, nigga, are you gay, let us know, are you bi, let us know, because that's a different thing than being on the cover magazine in a tutu, that don't mean shit, that is, that has nothing to do with your sexuality or your gender expression, unless that's what you're doing it for, because to me, it just looked like you on a magazine in a tutu, like, it's a difference, you know, dude could put on a skirt, to be controversial, a dude could put on a skirt, cause you know, I don't know, fashion and shit, that doesn't mean that you're, you're telling me that you're gender fluid, or you, that's, it's, it, that doesn't mean that, when I look at that, Harry Styles, that's his name, every cover I see him on, I'm like, you look like a fucking corny white dude, what are you doing, like, is this about you saying that you identify with both, if that's the case, you need to say that, because when I get this, you look like a goofy-ass white boy to me, running around in tutus and tights, thinking that this means that you're in touch with feminine no, that's stupid straight shit, because that's what y'all think, oh, well, I'll put on a tutu, and because that makes me a girl, because that's for girls, like, ain't got nothing to do with that, so... I ain't read the Billy article, but it was he. So he came back later, and he actually was like, "What do gender fluid mean?" So that's not what he was trying to say. He was just trying to say he do some soft shit, and you know he's in touch with his his feminine side. So he says herself, and that's how straight people talk about the shit. And that's why I wish y'all would stop because y'all just don't be under y'all even even even. And I mean, don't get me wrong. I, I know a lot of y'all, you know, 
do do the read and have gay friends, but it's still not the same. It's still it's still it's still not it's still not the same because even me sitting here trying to explain it, I can't really explain it, but I know the gay people know what I'm talking about, right? Like it's it's but you know, I, I, I don't I don't I can I can I, I, I like to get my nails done. I'm very like my friends say I'm very um they say prissy. I don't like. I just was raised a sir. I was raised very. Both of my grandmothers are from the south. They're very, my mother's mother is very, you know, genteel, old southern. You know, they had money, and you can tell like they have those 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 manners and those habits that are passed down. My grandmother on my father's side from the south too, but they're not not a different background. They're black from the south. You know, they they own property. You know, you know, we wasn't. Share, uh, I guess maybe at some point they would share crap, but I mean, everybody owned property, a lot of people went to school, none of that, but it's just a different, it's not the same, right? But they're both from the South, and so a lot of what people call me as prissy, it's just how I was raised, it's just, man, you know, to learn how to set a table, you learn how to, you know, how you how you dress for certain, how you dress for dinner, how you dress for lunch, if you if you go into this kind of restaurant, you wear this, you know, the forks go here, oh, this is a, full, you know, there's different levels of formal dinners, there's some dinners, you don't bring out everything, you only bring out, you know, certain things, you know, then you go the full, the full blast, and you bring out the gravy bolts, and all, you know what I mean, it depends on what you're doing, that's just how I was raised, so, you know, and, 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 I mean, I guess it's passed down to me genetically, too. Like, I don't like, I don't like crass shit too much, not publicly. I don't like people to be, you know, I don't like, you know, sitting around at the table. You ever sit around with somebody and they smacking when they eat? Ugh, disgusting, belching at the table. Ugh, like, ugh, what, you raised in a fucking pig trough? Like, I hate it. You know what I mean? Like, but, oh my God, you're so dainty. I'm like, all right, whatever, call it what you want. I just, I don't like that shit, right? Time and place for everything. There's not the time nor the place. That's just, that's just how I was raised. Um, you know, but I, you know, I, if, if anybody who ever dates me would tell you, like, I give, I, I'm like, I don't, I just give a lot, I'm, I, you know, I give a lot of boy energy. I'm very much a boy, but I'm not trans. Like trans people say they feel like a boy stuck in the girl's body. I can't I don't I mean not to the point where I want to be a boy though. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I might feel like very masculine, but I don't wanna like I like I like the 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 the, pre- the presentation of masculine without being a man like to me that's where the magic is right that's where like Lena said that's that's your magic cloak that you know that's that power that we have that nobody else has that's that I like that shit I like that I can play with that I like that if I if I get my hair faded a certain way and I put on a suit you might can't tell well you know I'm still a little chubby I'm, I'm just trying to get these tips down but once I get back down to you know well if I ever get back down on my fighting weight. You might can't tell from across the room. You might think I'm a dude. You know what I'm saying? I might sometimes. Y'all say Halloween. I put my beard on. I like to do that. I don't do that regular, but I do like to do that sometimes. Like there's some gay events and parties and stuff where I might do that. I might put my beard on. I might put my goals on. You don't know what I am. You know what I mean? When I go to the gay boy clubs, all the gay boys be on me. They don't. Then sometimes some of them know I'm a girl. A lot of them don't. They be like, "What?" I be like, "Yeah," because it depends on what I want to give you. You know what I'm saying? And so, it's just, just, that's just, I said all that to say that, you know, this pronoun thing and, and this, you know, everybody just trying to be so, even the thing with like, um, D Wade's son and everybody just, all, all y'all just want to always have so much to say about LGBT and it's like, can you just relax? Like, I appreciate, we appreciate the support and we appreciate those we do. We get it. But like, y'all just do a lot and y'all try to talk on things a lot and you should probably listen more. It's more, it's the only, um, comparison I can draw is like when white people get to talking about racial issues. Like, like yeah, you could be white. You could be from New York City. You can see how the police beat us. You can see all of that. You can say what you see, but it's different because you you don't go through us. You don't know what it's like. You might see that guy be minding his business and the police walk up on him, but you don't know what it's like to be minding your business and the police. You don't know what it's like, so you don't know how to react. You don't know how like when we we walk up, we can kind of see the way a cop is standing or just even even how the cops look. Like oh, it's four white dudes. Let me cross these motherfuckers about to fuck with me. Like you know what I'm saying? Just little shit like that that we know that you don't know because it's not your experience. So kind of like that. Which leads me smoothly into the last thing I want to talk about, which is Queen and Slim. 
Hopefully, everybody has seen that movie by now. Everybody's read the think pieces. Everybody has their opinion. I want to say a lot of things about the movie, but this is what I want to say. First, you motherfuckers on the... If you didn't like the movie, fine. If you, you know, you were disappointed with the movie, fine. But you motherfuckers on the internet telling people not to go see it and not support it because of this, that, and the other. Y'all some fucking bitch asses, okay, it's a movie made by two black women and, and and let people go see it for themselves and decide if they like it or not but don't be sitting on the fucking internet telling people not to go see the movie y'all full of shit, that's some bullshit now, second thing the movie was good was it great? No, was it super deep and all, listen, I like Lena Waithe, I like Lena Waithe a whole fucking lot, I think she's fucking dope I think she says she should say less, okay? I don't know why they're going around with this. Oh, this is the blackest movie in black. Like, again, like I said with the pronoun sis, just put the, make the content, put it out, and let it give what it gives. Stop trying to. Stop trying to narrow the experience down and tell me what it's supposed to be and tell me what I'm supposed to do. Don't do that because honestly, I didn't really think that other than it had, it, it was a black movie, but not in the way that y'all are trying to push it. It wasn't like super revolutionary. It wasn't like super deep. There was a lot of things in there I thought that were bad writing. I like Lena, but Lena's young and a new writer. Like, she's new. She's developing, okay? She will get better, but she is not, like, the greatest right now. Like, there was a lot of things. There was, I, I'm not trying not to give no spoilers away, but look, if, listen, it's a movie where they kill a cop and go on a run. If, you, if you've seen Thelma Louise, if you've seen The Legend of Billie Jean, which it was a lot like, if you've seen um, Bonnie and Clyde, I'm going to tell you the three movies it reminds me of the most. Bonnie and Clyde. I was saying the original, but somebody let me know that's not the original that's been made. But I don't the one that everybody knows, 1969, Warren Beatty, Faye Dunaway, the Bonnie and Clyde. Reminds me a lot of that. There's some elements to set it off in it. Thelma Louise remind me a lot of and um The Legend of Billie Jean. The Legend of Billie Jean, you young folks might not know that, but those of us in Gen X who grew up in the 80s, that is a that is a classic, classic movie. I don't know if it was real popular. I don't I don't think it was, it wasn't like an E.T. or none of that, but there's a certain movies that those of us who grew up in the 80s, um, know to be classics that you may not have heard of, stuff like Lost Boys, stuff like The Goonies, um, and Legend of Billie Jean is one of them, Legend of Billie Jean, if y'all saw that movie, if you can find it, maybe go on YouTube or wherever, maybe it's somewhere, and watch it, it's a good movie, and Slim, Queen and Slim, remind me a lot of that, people call them Love Story, I... I mean, I don't even know if it's a... I mean, if you think Bonnie and Clyde was a love story, I guess it's a backdrop, but I, I wouldn't even... Call, to me, it was... It, it, first of all, let me just say this. It was shot beautifully. Melina, who... I didn't even connect it up. I, so I saw it finally on Twitter where somebody said, she's the one that directed um, Bitch But I Had My Money um, for Rihanna and Formation for Beyonce. And then it clicked. I was like, oh... Okay, because the movie is shot beautifully. It's like one long music video. Hold on. Um, and if you've seen Formation or um, Bitch, but I have my money. It's in that style. It's very good. Um, it's shot beautifully. <sighs> when I first saw it, when I was first started watching it, I didn't know if I was gonna like it because I was like, oh, this is about to be stupid because the beginning, the the girl. And I'm again. I'm not going. I'm trying not to get the plot away too much. But the decisions that she was made. So we all know he shot the cop, right? Because that's in the preview. I'm not going to tell y'all nothing that's not in the preview. He shot the cop, and then they go on the run. That part, when you find out who she is and what, and and they didn't know. I can't. I'm trying not to keep. When you find out who she, who they are, and then he, and then she, he shoots the cop, and they go on the run. That decision no didn't really make sense to me I was like a person with her background would not be making him I got him honestly I thought was a little dumb he got on my nerves a lot in the movie because he was just doing dumb shit I felt but it was true because I know a lot of dudes like that they do dumb shit just like he was doing so it was true, but her character wasn't true. But then, as the movie goes on, and you learn more about her background, then it made sense. I was like, okay, now these decisions that she's making, which are bad decisions, but they make sense. Like, because at first, I was like, oh, this they just writing, this is, what the fuck, they just writing this shit. Like, this don't, she wouldn't do that. Like, why would she do that? Like, why would she just do this, this, and that? Like, nobody would, but it made sense. It was a good movie. Um... 
you know, it, but it wasn't, it wasn't, I don't think it was super deep, and, and I figured out in the first 10 minutes that it really wasn't going to be super deep, and, 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 and I let, and I just started watching it for what I was, and that's, I really enjoyed it, I was like, oh, okay, this is giving me Bonnie and Clyde, this is giving me, set it off, it's parts in this giving me, say, oh, this is giving me, and that's when I really enjoyed it, because I, I watch a lot of movies, I like movies, and I like when you can watch other movies and see, like, the influences and the stuff like I was saying last week, like I need to, I need to, I need to be able to know what you've been studying, what's your influences, where's this coming from, what you know, what's your point of view, and I love when you you can see that in the movies, and I and I saw it in Queen and Slim, so I liked it. Again, I guess the ending because again, Lena's new, like her writing is 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 it's gonna grow, but it's not quite per. So it's a lot of stuff that I felt I knew was the ending. I knew because it's like, well, first of all. People are like, oh my god, the ending was so shocking. If you have never seen a heist movie, like y'all, like what y'all thought the ending was gonna be? Like, you know, like you've never seen a movie before. Um, and so as soon as the ending started, I knew what was gonna happen. I was like, oh, okay. I, so I knew, I knew what was gonna, I'm not gonna give it away, but I knew, I knew that that's what was gonna happen. But what I wanna say about it being black, it was black. And this, this is why Lena and them annoyed me because I didn't need you telling me. You could, there was, there were so many things in it. That movie was, it was a black movie and that there were black people in it. And you could tell that the writers and, and the set people were black because there was stuff in there. I was like, yup, there's that, there's, you walk into people, into like the houses and it, I was like, my cousin got that lamp. Oh, my granny got that phone. Yup, that's the rug that every black person in West Philly got. Like, it was black like that. There was attention to detail. It was black in that way. And so let me experience that. Like, at the end, when they go in this one guy's apartment, he has that black lamp that every, I think every black person at some point, whether he was in college or now, has this black lamp. Y'all know what I'm talking about. It's that, it's the floor lamp that's a pole. You screw it together. It's black and it got the little gold bands. And it's the, um, at the top is the, you know the what is that the dish at the top and it's it's a it's that black like matte black um pole lamp with the gold you know you screw it in when you when you screw it together it has a little gold around it they had that lamp over in the corner I was like damn that's the lamp like that's attention to detail every black person knows somebody had had that lamp or has that lamp you know little stuff like that like you know the furniture and how people was even how, even how they was watching TV it was it was black it was and and that I appreciated that but I wish you could have just presented the film and let us get that ourselves stop trying you know trying to dictate oh it's so super because it, it really kind of wasn't and you know it was but and and that's the first reason the second reason is I think white people should really see that film because it it. it it is, it like lets you into like our viewpoint, like the things you don't see. You get to see that, you know. Um, I, I liked it, but I don't know, you know. I just wish they would talk less. Like these young, these young creatives, they they always want to tell you what. It's like art don't work like that, bro. You might think you making this, you know, super black movie, but when people see it, they don't see it that way. You know, perfect example. So how many classic films were put out, like, we call it camp, like, what's, I'm sure, uh, Mommy Dearest, perfect example, right? Mommy Dearest was put out, and it was supposed to be, like, this big, dramatic, you know, um, film about Joan Crawford, and it's known now to be a camp classic. It's known now to be a comedy. Like, the gays you put on, the white gays specifically, you put on Mommy Dearest, and they cackling and laughing because it's a comedy, because it was so, like, over the top, and that's how people perceived it. And they were really upset about that when it first came out, but then they rolled with it, because they were like, everybody was going to see it, and it was just, but it was not put out, it's like the campy thing that we look at it now, no, why I hang, it's like all that shit we laugh at, because it's so super dramatic, that was supposed to be like a drama, like they, they, they thought they was doing the damn thing with that, people was in the theater like, ah, you know, laughing, like this silly shit, right, so stuff, that's what I'm saying, like, you put the content out and let it give what it gives, um, there's one scene in it that I thought was completely unnecessary. I thought it, it but it, but it, it reminded me a lot. Uh, I, that's the other thing I meant to say. It gave me a lot. Queen Islam gave me a lot of Spike Lee. It gave me a lot of do the right thing. If you've seen do the right thing in the shots, and this is all Melina, you could tell that she. I could. Tell, this is this is why I like her. I can. I like when when artists when I could tell who artists are influenced by, and I could tell she was influenced by Spike Lee because you can see it like in the scenes. But there's one scene I just thought it was t- bad writing. I didn't think it needed to be in there. When it happened, I was like, "What the fuck? What what the fuck was that? It just made no sense." It's a, it's a kid in a movie. If y'all seen it already, the part with the kid and the cop. I was like, "What the? F- we didn't need it. I don't know what the point of that was. I think it was supposed to be letting." 
us know that you know I, I really don't I, I know what was trying to be said but it was just unnecessary didn't like it that scene just, just took it out didn't like it um but it was good. It was a good movie. If you haven't seen it, go see it. Don't go in there like it's not up from slavery. It ain't going, you know, tough freedom. It's none of that. It's just a really good, they shoot a cop, they go on the run. If you've seen Thelma and Louise, it is very much like that. Where we just out here, one, you know, we went out to drink and have a good time. And something happened to change our whole life. And now we on the run and probably ain't going to make it. But fuck it, let's go. That's what the movie is like. Except it's, it's a lot. It's a couple where thumb. Well, thumb and we was a couple too. If we know, you know. But you know, whatever it was the nineties, you couldn't really do it like that. Anyway, um, but it's it's just like that. So go in there, watch it like that. You'll enjoy. You might not like it. Some people didn't like it. Fine. You don't have to like it. And all these people talking about, oh, you didn't criticize. Listen, man, you young, you these young creatives. This this everybody gets a trophy generation. It's not good, man. It's not good. Y'all can't take criticism. Y'all can't take no complaint. Listen, everybody not gonna like your shit. And everything you do not gonna be your home run. Okay. People can criticize. It's like, oh, y'all black is supposed to protect. No, that's how a lot of media, mediocre shit gets out here. And that's why media, because y'all get on here on y'all little blogs and y'all, and y'all little blue checks and y'all trying to get put on. Y'all want to be head Negro on this. You want to be corresponding Negro on that. You want to be host Negro on this. So you're trying to uh, butter people up and tell people that shit is so fucking dope and it's really not. It's okay. It's mediocre. It's not that great. You know, the, the, the critique is, is fine. That's different than complaining and that's different than tearing people shit down and saying, don't go see it. That's a bunch of bullshit. Go see it. I'm. I, I wanted to go see Harriet, but you know, it's a lot going on. I didn't get to see it. I don't think it's in the theater now anymore. It might be. I don't know, but I'll probably have to catch it on Netflix or whatever. But I, I wanted to go see it. It wasn't. It wasn't that I wasn't wasn't going to go. It's just so much shit out, man. Um. So yeah, Queen of Slim. Go see it. Was dope. Which leads me to the to the next thing. Um, The Irishman on Netflix. It's long. It's three hours and 20-something minutes. It's fucking long. I'm telling you right now. But it's on Netflix, so you can take a break, right? But I'm telling you it's long. When I didn't know it was going to be that long, when it started, I pressed play. I was like, three hours? Because I was watching it on, like, a Friday night. Like, oh, shit. But I, and I actually didn't finish it. I paused it, and I finished it the next day. <laughs> it was long. Um, but it's excellent. It's excellent. And let me tell you something. Al Pacino... He gonna win all the award. That movie had fucking Robert De Niro, Al Pacino, Harvey Keitel, Ray Moran, um, Romano. Um, who else was in it? Uh, who played what's the name? Oh, um, the dude from Bobby Cannavale. Uh, uh, all listen, all the all the top white guy Hollywood guys were in it. Everybody was in it, and and. Al Pacino shown on all them motherfuckers. He shown on Bobby De Niro. He shown on Harvey Keitel. He shown on all on 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 um Joe Pesci. He shown. He shown. He stood out in that cast. He played Jimmy Hoffa. Al Pacino is gonna win all the awards. Give him all his things because he did that. That motherfucker played the shit out of that role. He had me laughing so hard. It's a he's playing Jimmy Hoffa. If you don't know any, it's, so the story's story's about you know Jimmy Hoffa and what happened to Jimmy Hoffa. It's based on a book called "I Heard You Paint Houses," which was written by um, what's his name? Uh, Sharon. His last name is Sharon. What's his first name? Ah, slipping my mind. But anyway, it's a fi- guy who's a Philadelphia uh, mobster and teamster. It's about the Philly mob, which. I knew about I had, when they were showing like they saw Angelo Bruno and all the people that ended up getting killed later. I knew exactly who they were talking about. Um, and it's there, so there's a lot of versions about what happened to Jimmy Hoffa. I think this one is the true one though because it corresponds. If, look, the mob killed Jimmy Hoffa. Okay, again, I've said this before. People don't really our generation. When we think of the mob, we think of Gotti, John Gotti, and them. That was they was clowns. Okay, that was the end of the mob. That was the last days. The mob used to be very powerful. The mob killed President Kennedy. The mob killed Joe Jim Hoffa, and the mob probably killed Marilyn Monroe. And it's all about the Kennedy assassination. They killed Jim, Joe Kent, uh, Bobby, um, 
John Kennedy because the mob made a deal with Joe Kennedy, his father, who got his fortune in the bootlegger, so he knew all those mobster guys, and he made a deal that the, that the mob would, would deliver Chicago and Illinois for Kennedy, and that's how Kennedy won up until that time, the closest election in history, because the mob delivered him, and then the deal was that he was supposed to uh, get Castro out of Cuba so that they could ha- get the money back in the casinos and everything else, and they appointed Bobby Kennedy and Bobby Kennedy went after the mob and the mob was like what the fuck that's 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 what happened a lot of people the FBI CIA all that no it was the mob if you know anything about the mob back then it makes sense they're the only ones who could have done it they're the only ones that would have did it it was in Dallas because it was um, set up by Sam Giancana and um, Carlos Marcello who can't stand John Kennedy and actually they either think that that's why Giancana was killed because Giancana was was being bought before the commission also and even though he probably would not have talked they didn't want to take a chance because you know he did he knew about the Kennedy thing so they just that that's what happened Jimmy Hoffa um, was head of the Teamsters. He he came out. He you know went to jail. Um, the mob was using the Teamster pension for funding their projects. Jimmy was coming out. He didn't want it. He thought it had gone too far. He was trying to take back control of the union. The mob didn't want him back because they knew he was going to cut off the gravy train and they killed him. And that's what this movie is about. And the guy who uh, Bobby De Niro plays a guy who says he killed him. Some people say he's a liar. He made it up. But I don't know. I kind of believe him because again his his story checks his story tracks with the things that are known it makes sense he definitely knew the people that were involved in this he definitely his story just of all the of all the versions that, that have been told most of the ex, most of the people that are the stuff that I've read and the people I've talked to said that they believe that he's telling the truth um he says you you know they he says that um the last time Jimmy Hoffa was ever seen he was supposed to be meeting with these with the gangsters to iron out this thing about him taking over the uh, the back over the union, and the last time he was seen, he had called his wife, said they were late for the meeting, and um, so they said, you know, and then he disappeared. And so the Sharon guy says that we picked him up, and um, he he got the he got the job through um the mob guy from Philly who was like, look, we done warned Jimmy enough times, we done told him enough times to back off, back off. So now he's got to go, and if he didn't do it, they were gonna kill them. So he says he killed the guy. Um, and they put his body in a incinerator, and that makes sense to me because they've never found his body. And every now and then they go digging up something, but I, I believe it. I, they say that they took him, they took his body right away to one of the mob funeral homes and burned it up. I believe that because there's never been any trace of him, and I just don't think they would take the chance that somebody, you know, would dig him up at some point. So I, I, I think if you, I think his story is the truth. Some people say it wasn't, but um, from what I understand, I'm from I've read from you know different FBI guys, they're like, yeah. Um, we think he's telling the truth because it matches with this, this, this. We know this. You know, he's dead, long dead. Almost everybody's there, so we'll never know. But we think he's probably... His version makes the most sense and attracts with the information that we do know because Jimmy would not get in a car with anybody he didn't know. Um, he, you know, he was going to meet these mob guys um, and we're pretty sure they killed him and probably incinerated the body. And it's just different little stuff in his story that he tells that they say tracks with probably what happened um so it's really good it's on netflix if you haven't seen it already holiday brace coming up good time to you know watch it because it is long another another one that's on on netflix right now and i don't know why they didn't wait till holiday break to, to drop this because it's also really good it's called the movies that made us and it's about um you know all the big classic you know movies that over the year 30 dead the big ones that you know made us and it's really good because it really like i'm watching that really you know they talk about america and our decline and all of that what we do but you know what our you know what our number one export really is it's culture it's hollywood the whole world looks to america because we give them movies we give them music we give them you know we give them the culture you go to japan they dance to our music you know that's why the k-pop and all that who they trying to be like us that's our number one export export is culture and and you watch that you see it like all these classic like you know there's certain movies that reach us from other countries but not many because they don't have the they don't have that I don't know what it is that that cachet that that our movies have. Like you know, you get Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, of course. You get um um the movie that they've remade a million times, but the original was a Japanese movie that they um Departed. They made it 
they made the departed from it um in inter- and, and internal affairs the movie where there's the two co- the plot is there's two cops the one is on the inside of the spy and, and then the other one is trying to catch the spy that's that concept is from an original movie that came from japan that um jet lee was in and it's really good i forgot I forgot the name of it. Some of y'all know what I'm talking about, but it's really good in in Japan. There's certain movies from other places that you know resonate, but not like ours. You know what I mean? So this this thing, the movies that made us Jaws, um, you know, Ghostbusters, all the big, 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 you know, Raiders, all the big, 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 big movies that are like cultural phenomena. It's really good though. Like it's real. Um, Nostalgic and everything, but I think they should have put out a like Bird Box. You see, we see what Bird Box did because everybody was home. Everybody, when you home over Christmas break, your kids, your family around, everybody looking for shit to watch on Netflix. And um, you know, so the um Irishman and and that is on Netflix. Um, and they're really good. I highly recommend them. Go see Queen and Slim. Um. Yeah, and um, you know, listen, y'all keep your eye on what I said about Kamala. I could be wrong, but I I got a feeling that the long a long game is being played here. I'm sorry to see her go. I still think that she could have won, but you know, mate, just listen. People are scary. People are waiting for what white people are gonna do, and we never gonna win like that. But you know, it is what it is. Um, but I just don't think it was just the money thing. I think something else at play here. All right, I've been talking way too long. Um, y'all. Thanks for listening. Thanks for asking. I'm Kells at KMGZ at FreeKells1 in case I get locked up. Um, tell your friends. I'm on Stitcher. I'm on Spotify. I'm on SoundCloud. I'm on uh, Apple Podcasts. I'm on SoundCloud. Did I say that already? I don't know. All the ones. Anyway, the um, podcast email is thanks for asking podcast at gmail.com. But I'm going to be real with you. I hardly ever check that shit. Um, I see some of y'all leaving comments on the SoundCloud page. I hardly ever check that shit either. Oh, I'm an on Podbean. Okay, and I also, you know, if you want to go, if, if that all else fails, you can go to thanksforasking.co, which is the webpage, and all the episodes are there also. Um, yeah, so tell your friends, um, like me, rate me, rate me, please. Um, I'm getting traction every week, I get new listeners, I'm growing small, you know, I'm a growing, not a shower, but, um, you know, I appreciate y'all, thanks for listening, um, God bless, good night. <laughs>